0: Listener production. Oh, here we go. He is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the
1: big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Let him go!
0: Whoa. Oh! My Uh, Welcome to a special edition of Footy Talk with my two good mates, Wade Graham and Jimmy Graham. We're going
1: to talk about the reaction for the Vegas people and the event coming up on Saturday.
0: Yes, and we're also
2: going to be looking ahead to the actual games, the field dimensions, and just what it's like to play in round one, because it is a little bit different.
0: Uh, Welcome to a special edition of Footy Talk today. I've got my two good mates, Wade Graham. Jimmy Graham? The two Grahams? How are we travelling, boys? You just got in?
1: They've actually been calling us the Graham Brothers. Yeah. We to, we, we, we're becoming a duo. I used to be way down in Woodsy. Now it's actually the, the Graham Brothers, mate. So
0: Maroon won't be happy.
1: Yeah, he won't be happy. He won't be happy. But pretty good. Pretty good. It was a good flight over. I still have a little bit of, like, disbelief that we're here. Right? There's that excitement. I remember... When it first got whispered that we're going to go to Vegas, we're going to take the footy to Vegas, and sort of like, no, that's never going to happen. And here we are. Here we are.
2: It's funny that, isn't it, Wade? When it first got muted last year, I just thought, oh, it's a slow news day. They'll just throw it out there. It's something to talk about. And it eventually, it'll they'll put it in the too hard basket. But credit to the NRL. They've got it done in quite a short time frame. Five-year project it's great to be here and be a part of the media I don't know how I'd go being a player so I'm a bit I'm a bit torn on how I reckon that'd be like obviously the nerves of round one like you're yeah. always, you always you always got that there's a there's a bit more dread in the system a bit bit more fearful going into round one because it's all starting for you're playing for keeps
1: and you've been looking at it for a long time right you've yeah. been looking at it for the on whole the radar who we've got we
2: know round one's coming so you've got that but then you're in unfamiliar territory but then you've also got the excitement and, and the buzz because i reckon the players w- would get that sense of occasion and they realize that this is something big something something's big happened well, something spe- big is happening here it's big is special, it's, it is, special like, yeah.
1: it's historic and, and it's special so it's such a bit like a unique situation we're in and oh, I'm, with you. I'm glad to be a part of it for
0: sure. Well, I'll tell you one thing, boys. It's probably one of the hardest pre seasons I've ever done because there was only 21 spots to get over here. <laughs> and I've, I've, never, I've never seen so many blokes do like train that hard and do that many extras of training just to see see if the coach is watching. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, if you're on the fringe,
2: <laughs> if you're not sure of your spot in the team, you're going hard. Oh,
0: definitely. And, you know, you said it before, you know, Coming over here, it's different as a player. I was lucky to come over here to promote it in December. Um, it was quite a different feeling to to what I'm going through this week. You know, like we get any, you know, as a Seagulls, we've been here since last uh, for seven days already. A couple of teams are just coming in now. So we've got to get used to what Vegas is because you get in here, it's something that you've never seen before. Yeah. Like all the, you know. <laughs>
1: There's just stuff going on all the time.
0: There's never a dull moment. Uh, Lots of distractions, go, right? A, a like- lot of distractions and, we had a you know a couple of beers the first couple of nights get that out of our system, you know as a group we said you know we'll knuckle down now you know we're probably happy to train on the Monday yeah. because he had a couple of big days. Um, we did a couple of events, we watched a bit of hockey, we went to a um, Cirque du Soleil, Michael Jackson, so we got all those things out early. Whereas you know the teams coming in now, I think it'll be quite hard for them because they've had a pretty relaxed build-up in whether it's LA or San Diego. But they're coming to the bright lights now. And and you don't want to just sit in your hotel. You want to go explore it. Where well, we've had, you know, a week already of doing that. Now it's time to knuckle down. So. Yeah,
1: well, it's it's certainly going to be a challenge because there is stuff going on all the time, right? And it's 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 there, it's right in front of you. So to to see it all and not being able to take part in it to try and get that distraction to decide because ultimately it is a historic occasion and it's it's gonna be wonderful to be a part of as a player, but it's round one. You want to win. It's the, it's the start of the season. You need two points.
2: Yeah, uh, If, if the, you come
1: all the way over here and don't get the two yeah, points. You're coming you're, here
2: for business. Yeah. Get a job done. That's the sole objective uh, of coming here. I guess that's where, you are know, being a professional, you have those distractions, and those distractions are everywhere. Would you probably something that interests me. So if I was playing at the Dogs or the Dragons, we'd go and play, say, Magic Round. Yep. We'd go up to Brisbane, have some time off, like maybe a, a, the day off. I'd know exactly how I was going to feel that day in terms of going for coffee at this spot, get as quickly adapted to my usual at-home game day routine. But obviously now coming to the States, that's a whole new level here in Vegas. So, you know, we all like our coffee. You know, Vegas has got everything apart from good coffee. It's the routine, right?
1: It's it's hard to fit any normal routine when you're in a city like (laughs) this.
2: So so how how have you found that? What are you doing on a day
0: off? What what I've also found hard, I'll go back to that in a sec, is the the time difference from Australia. So when you want to speak to your, whether your missus or kids or your mates, they're texting us at like three o'clock in the morning because that's, Eight o'clock or seven o'clock over there. And then when we wake up, you normally ring the kids and say hello. It's only two o'clock or three o'clock yeah. in the morning. So just getting that time frame, you know, a bit. But um, back to you, Jimmy. Yeah, the, the coffee is absolutely rank over here. So, <laughs> mate, there's no way to put it. Like, they've got, you know, the best alcohol you can get everywhere. But honestly, the coffee is disgusting. So um, we found one, Starbucks. But it's, it's like you said, Jimmy, it's that routine of game day where, as you know, you can go to the beach, you go for a swim, yeah. whether you go hang out at the coffee shop or, the, you know, the spots that are, that you normally do yeah yeah when i come over here in december with sieves i was like mate i don't know if it's the right thing going to vegas for for the whole two weeks that we're here because there's like you said before there's quite a lot of distractions but his thought process behind it was to get here early get everything you know out of the way get a couple of spots so when it comes to you know the nitty-gritty part of the week when we got to prep for you know say wednesday thursday friday for the game we know what we want to do we've got everything out of our system um if you find a coffee shop or, you know, if you find something you like doing and, you know, it's going to take a bit of time um, or if, you know, the shows that you you wanted to see, we can get them done early. You don't have to worry about that later in the week. So it, it's going to be a hard one for teams and, and I reckon whichever team can do it well and I think we've got a bit of a, you know, front foot in that area, I think it's going to help.
1: I'll tell you what surprised me, um, like just a quick observation. We've, we've been here less than 24 hours, Jimmy.
2: Feels like longer than that doesn't it? Feels though, like longer here for
0: a week. Boys. There's,
1: there's plenty. There's, there's plenty of Australians and, and there's plenty of English. Lots Jimmy's of English have well, yeah. come over. Yeah, so there's, yeah, there's plenty of people who have travelled um, over here. But some of the Americans, when they hear the Australian accent, they go, "Are you here for the the event? Are you here for the game?" Which I, I didn't think, because there's events everywhere in, mm. in Vegas all the time. But I'm surprised by the number of people that knew as soon as the Australian accent.
2: Well, on- Fremont Street, they've got the, there's a the there's NRL a, yeah, advertising on the roof there, so, roof. you know, it, that, that, it's hard to miss, it's hard to not know that we're in town, that the NRL, that as the Americans call it, rugby, and there's a debate around whether we should be calling that or rugby league or NRL, but they know there's an event happening yeah. here, they know there's a a sports event happening all the way from Australia, so it is starting to gather some momentum, it'll be interesting to see, like you say, Wade, that we've spoke to tons yes. of Aussies and tons of Brits that have made the way, how many Americans are going to be partnering with their hard end obviously the entertainment capital of the world how many are going to become that's the interesting
0: one yeah. for me Oh, a question for you to right so we brought the game over here what looks like a success to the NRL with Vegas the trip what's what do we take out of it and, and take back and how do we say it's been a successful trip
1: That's a good question Oh well I think making it happen being here right now the game's around the corner that's almost a tick like just getting it done like we, we said at the start of the podcast, the whispers game. Like we're going to take the opening round to Vegas, and like, no there's no yeah. chance to got to Vegas. But to actually get it done, secure it, pull it off—that's the win, right? And then if we lock it in for five years, supposedly it's just going to get better and better and better. So this first year, just getting up and running, getting the event running—I look at that as a win. Yeah,
2: yeah. I don't think it's—it's it's probably not going to be perfect, but I think we've already won. In yeah. terms of like, look at the, the hype around round one. L- look at the, the the sports stage landscape, even in Australia. What's dominating the talk? It's the NRL is going to Vegas. AFL is about to kick off as well.
0: You wouldn't even. But know. all
2: the talk is around NRL because we're doing something different. So it might be a lost leader this year. But in terms of the the popularity and that, the headlines and the hours and minutes and all the talk, all the shows, it's dominating the headlines in Australia. So. I guess, you know, there's a draft happening here as well, so they'll have certain metrics around, you know, if we can get some players. I was speaking to Gavin Orr in the hotel lobby yesterday who says he's running the draft, and I think there's four players that they're going to select oh, wow. and bring them over to Australia. Yeah, so. They
1: have a, combo, like a Com- combine. They're, they're doing thing. like a yeah, con- nine. It's like yeah. a nine tournament. tournament. Yeah. There's a combine where, you know, we see it in the NFL with mm-hmm. the draft, and they do their, yeah. their skills and, and their attributes. So that, that's... Again, I, I agree with you. Like getting it up and running, getting the event, getting the hype for the first year, it, it, it is a win. The footy's going to take care of itself. Yeah. Like the the, the players have been looking around one for a long time. Whether you, you can take them anywhere, they're ready to go. They're ready to play the game. But just to have this event pulled off in Vegas, that that's, that's but, a
2: win. Well, TV numbers, radio numbers will be huge back that's in Australia. Shit. They'll be massive because everybody will want to watch this. I guess they'll probably want to see – you know, the numbers that it reaches in the American homes as yeah. well—that that's going to be important for them. Number of people in the stadium, but but I think, I think we're, we're on to a winner here.
0: Forty k like, to for the stadium at the moment. Yeah, we're we're on a winner, no, I, no I, doubt about it. I
1: think forty and fifty would be nice if you, if you get forty or fifty into, into that stadium. Really not. I haven't seen the stadium yet. I've seen the NFL games there, and I, I haven't had a chance to see it in person yet. So I'm looking forward to getting there. But I, I think if, if we could get forty thousand, fifty thousand for the gate, that's a that's that's above and beyond.
0: So speaking to the people around here or, you know, the people that are in with Legion Stadium, they think they've sold 35 to 40 and they reckon Vegas is a big walk-up start. So, like, it's more of a game day thing. Uh, But I'm with you, Wade. Once you get that foot in the market, like, we had Jason Saab go on live TV and then from that interview a couple of other broadcasters have reached out. So he's done a couple of, you know, live TV press conferences. So it's growing the game slowly. But like you said, baby steps. We've got our foot in the market and – that's all we need. Speaking of the footy, first game. My Manly Seagulls against South Sydney and, you know, there's South's got a lot of flack over the off-season. You know, they I think we spoke about it on, on one of our Footy Talk podcasts, they were leading the competition and we thought they were going to be the, the premiership winners halfway through the season last year. What do you think is a successful one for South Sydney this round one?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's hard to really know how the game's going to go. I have real doubts about the, the size difference in the field. I think it's going to have a big effect on the footy. Like,
0: well, I'll tell you, we've been training. It is – it's a lot different. Like for people at home listening, you have like your four men, your five men. You want to get – so yeah. what do you want to – you know, one of the rules, you want to get your five men on black dot. The the spaces that you have now are a lot shorter.
1: What, what's it feel? 67 metres across wide? I think it's 67 metres across. Yes. And it's – this one is 62. six metres – six – Sixty two. Sixty two, so five. So it's just on the ten percent less. Like ten yep. percent doesn't sound like much. Mm-hmm. But when we see our wingers, how acrobatic they are to have to score with centimeters from the sideline, that, that that is a lot of space that's gone. And with NRL defensive structures, trying to impress the American market, I don't I don't think there's an issue there because the appeal for in my opinion, is obviously the contact and the continuous nature of the game because all their games over here are stop, start, stop, start, stop, start. So even if our game's clunky and errors and whatnot, it'll be more continued play than they're used to seeing, right? So I think, and they won't know the difference. They don't have any litmus test to go off. But I think it's going to be hard to break down teams defensively. It's going to take massive fatigue and massive defensive errors for teams to capitalize. It could be a bit of a... A slug first.
2: Yeah, I'm with you on that. I can't envisage any barge over tries because really defences should be tightened up. Mm. I I guess, you know, just thinking from former player, a little bit of coach's hat on, maybe we'll see some stuff coming up, players drop underneath. Yeah. And just obviously round one as well, because there is that element of like, you're still not match conditioned. You're still a little bit off. So you'd look at like, maybe try and get a player who's not tying in move the ball out wide and then bring your your centers or your wingers underneath and try and exploit a tired defender because fatigue is still going to play a massive part in this game. Round one, historically, players are still that little bit underdone. A lot of teams, very simplistic game plan. So it's an interesting one from from the coaches around how they'll play it in terms of changing the go-to plays, defensive structures, I just think a coach would be really pissed off if they concede any soft tries considering the, the nature or considering the, the, the metrics of the field. Like you'd be saying, look, we don't accept that anyway, but if there's a simple barge over, there's no excuse yeah. this week.
0: And you speak of plays being undone. Cody Walker's had to pass a fitness test, you know, early in the week, which I think he has. Do you think it's going to affect, you know, his game style going into the game? Well, it's,
1: it's hard. I, I agree with Jimmy. I think um, always in the early rounds, it's, it's about possession. And it's about limiting errors, right? So you don't put yourself under defensive pressure and that fatigue pressure. Mm. And it's always about the basics in every game. You, you need to nail the fundamentals to put yourself in a good position and an opportunity to win, but it's even more so now. Like the, the biggest way you can hurt your position is that fatigue. Fatigue, early round fatigue, not being fully conditioned. I think if you play too laterally, you're just going to get rounded up and pushed to the sideline because of the metrics. It's going to be direct footy holding up the middle, trying to fatigue the, the big blokes in the middle.
2: Is the is the length of the field shorter as well? Or well, is it just short. the width? I, I think it's just the width. Because ingo- obviously I mean, the, the in ingo- ingo- goals are I shorter. The ingo- yeah, the in goals. So I, I think we're going to see a trend anyway from teams not putting short kicks in behind the line due to the fact of the repeat set isn't what it used to be. But if the actual field is shorter, I wonder if we'll see maybe teams go for a 20-40 yeah. or uh, you know, plenty
0: of 40-20 options as well. And being in the big bright lights, Vegas, it's a – what a you know intimidating city. Who's going to be the one that breaks like that lights up the game, Reece Walsh?
1: I think where we see him, his most dangerous is out wide, right, burning that three defender for speed. I think it's going to be harder because yeah, the, the, the edge defenders. Yeah. The, you look at instantly the four fullbacks, right? Latrell, yeah. Reese, Turbo, Teddy. Yeah. Teddy's a workhorse. He's going to damage that middle. He's going to run twenty times through the middle. He's going to threaten through the middle. Latrell and Reese are out the back moments players they they set up those three on twos they run and, and the edge the edge with less space to defend might be able to handle them a little bit better the one for me is turbo because turbo sort of can do it both and he's probably the best out of it at counting numbers recognizing when a man's down playing both sides of footy so i think turbo probably is, is in the best position to, to take advantage of the game
0: well, he's been training outstanding and there's no peck to worry about. His hemi's fine. Um, we'll take a, a short break and get back to the special edition of Footy Talk of Vegas Style. <laughs> and welcome back to this special edition of Footy Talk Vegas Edition. Obviously, you know, we've gone through the games. You know, we spoke about the teams, the players we want to see light up Vegas. I want to know who you're lighting up Vegas with, Wade <laughs> and Jimmy. <laughs> Who's the crew, boys?
1: Well, mate, I got lit up. Last night, and it sort of got stuck into the Matty Johns, Fletcher, Heinmarsh, Vortex, mm. Paul Gallen, Jimmy Graham was there. He featured heavily.
0: Mm. Can I just say that is a Vortex if I've ever seen one. Jeez. It was good
1: fun. Braith Braith was there, but it was sort of like well, I reckon I ended up going to ten places in in the one night. You sort of get you got to one place and then had a couple of drinks. Like, oh, let's go to this other place. So I,
2: I had a shocker as well.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So
2: yeah. I've gone, we need some live music here, lads. Don't worry. I've been to Vegas before. I know where we'll go. We'll go to New York, New York. So we've left Fremont Street half an hour. It was going good. It was going good. I was like, no, we need some live music. Piano bar, dueling pianos. Walk in. (laughs) Excuse me, where's the piano bar? I was just around there, sir. Can't hear anything. Bit quiet. Walk in, cover's on. This is like five o'clock. When do the... Pianists, come on! Oh, not till eight.
1: He was devastated too. I was, I I was, was at the bar. Very He's apologetic. Like, Sorry I can't lads. believe I've just dragged everyone up here, and there's not even the
0: music. So how, how was the flight? Did we have a couple on the flight over here? Because it's quite a long flight.
1: Oh, the, the flights wasn't an issue for me. I I'd do the flight to Montreal, so yeah, yeah. This, this is halfway when I go back home to my uh, wife's family, but it was good. I don't often fly at the front of the plane, uh, yeah. so that was nice. And again, we, it was really comfortable because we had all familiar faces. We we flew together. There was again Gao, Mickey, Ennis, Maddie, and the boys. So it was a good flight over.
2: Direct. Yeah, Man, helps. What, what, what do you I, mean? Well, we flew the N- Sydney, we were on LA. the NRL charter plane, so it was Sydney straight to Vegas, oh. which is an absolute like. Why an airline hasn't capitalised on that market, I don't know. Because well, it's, why it's, you would... We spoke to some people, yourself, Woodsy, oh, long transition in LAX. Some people got the bus, the coach from LAX to Las Vegas. It's like five hours on a coach after a 13-hour flight. I mean...
0: We had to stop in Fiji as well.
1: We have... Um, yes. So, <laughs> an, an event for us to look forward to, me and Jimmy, I know you... Well,
0: I was about to say, I was about to say, what, what are you getting up to this week?
1: So... Our producer Charlie White has—he's um, come with the goods. He's managed to get some tickets to U2 in the Sphere. So oh, no that, way. So we paid for them. It's not—it's not, it's <laughs> not like,
2: just like the way you're describing that way. It's like Charlie's hooked us up. Like no, we've parted with over a thousand Aussie dollars. Didn't miss you.
1: Hey,
2: <laughs> I've I, 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 take the mission Yeah, I reckon he's definitely <laughs> took some commission. Yeah, booking book fee.
1: I, I flinched a little at the price, but then. After the hesitation, I you know what we're in Vegas to see could be once in a lifetime go see you two do their thing. So I'm looking forward to that. What you obviously can't do the events. Have you got anything events that happened to you? Or you seen anyone around you? Any?
0: Well, we did come in a week early, so we had a, a couple of beers the first few nights, um, and I was sort of walking through the casino at Resorts World, and there's like a little section. I'll show you because you're staying at Resorts resort yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll show you later on. You sort of walk down the main room and there's like a, all the roulette tables, the poke machines on your right, and there's just a, like a little room with a bar. So we walked in there. We just had a look. It was myself and Nathan Brown. And then we just noticed there's like there's a lot of Secchies around. So it was like something must be happening here. They're all wearing the red. And then we look at the tables. Like, oh, that looks like Patrick Mahomes and, and, and Travis Kelsey wow. over there. So we originally tried to get our phones out and get a photo and like the Secchies are just like, no, mate, on boys, you can't do that here, blah, blah, blah. So we've slowly gone to play on the table because they said you can play at the tables, but the, the minimum bet on these tables was five hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, there's no, "There's no chance." So I just pretend like we, we. I said to Brownie, "We should take out like a thousand dollars and just play together." Like, but he goes, "That's two hits, mate. Not gonna get much." So we slowly walked around and then we're like trying to get behind Paddy Mahomes, like give him a pat on the back and just see how much see how much he was he was uh, betting. I actually seen he was betting thousand dollars per like chip. Oh well, and he had
1: he's got some he's got some money. I'm, had, I'm pretty sure he's all
0: right. He had a lot of chips. But the next thing you know, we're getting wrist wrist-sold by the security <laughs> guards out of that certain section. So we we're lucky enough to see him. And when I told everyone back in Sydney, I was like, "Boys, we've seen Travis Kelsey, and like, there's no way he's in Sydney watching." So Taylor this was after the. It was literally he, he went from he did yeah, what you okay. guys did straight from Sydney to Vegas. But you was, guys didn't get to yeah, go we in. We were
1: on uh, plane. He was on his Mrs. plane. I think. Yeah, <laughs> private jet.
0: Wouldn't
2: slum it with us in business class. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, have you
0: caught up with your mate Dobbo yet, Ben Dobbin, over here?
2: Oh, he made an entrance, uh, saw him at check-in today. He was a little bit loud at check-in, just trying to calm him down. But Dobbo, I don't know if, I, don't know if I particularly want to see him, to be honest. Small <laughs> do, doses.
0: Do you reckon he's wearing all these um, Ringers Western or Aria kit over here or what's oh, going of on? Of course. We had a bloke, and, and I'll give you a footage, a uh, photo. We, I took a photo. Ethan Bullymore. So we yeah. went out when we had a beer. He fair and wore a cowboy hat, alligator boots, like the <laughs> alligator skin boots, and, mate, he looked like an absolute goose. Well,
1: mate, if you're ever going to wear that sort of outfit, this is the place to do it.
0: Mm. Oh, you fit in, you just look normal. And so after the game's finished on the weekend, boys, where's the after party at?
1: I think we got one at Resort, don't we? There's an after party there. Have you been invited, boys?
0: I uh, haven't yet. <laughs> News to me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'll
0: get some – See if we can out. get us a, an invite. And have we been looking at any shows or anything uh, while we've been well, around here?
1: Literally, we just got in. So this is our second afternoon. So we yep. flew in yesterday, fought the jet lag very responsibly with a couple of quiet um, beverages and, yep. and just explored the town. And, and then, well, we're working today. So we're going to head out for dinner tonight, I think. So get some good food into us and then go exploring.
0: And I remember mean, you said you were – so you obviously with Maddie. Fletch and Gow. One question, did the demon come out?
1: No, no, no. It was pretty steady last night. He was pretty
0: steady. He stayed calm? Yeah, he stayed calm. So he's got to get work, you know, work then business? I think so. That's all right. All right, boys. Thanks so much, the Grahams. Um, Pleasure. Obviously, the Grahams are on tour still. I've got to go back to Resorts World and knuckle down. We've got a big game to prepare for. You guys got a, a big week or so a big couple of days to prepare for. So Let,
1: let me tell you what you did for my um, recently retired player. <laughs> the grass is green on the side sometimes on well, the other side. A lot of people
0: say it's always harder. No, no,
1: mate. I
0: need, I need is, your is life, that, mate. That's a, that's a,
2: it is a great way to re- segue out of the game. you think thinking about that, like, oh, what am I going to do? Oh, we're going to Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. But um, then
1: there's no stress, no pressure. We get to go to you 2 Charlie's shouting in tonight. The,
2: this, this could be a false sense of security, away, because it's not always like this. Just wait till, like, we, we've got to go down to, like, I don't know, Mudgy or well, something. We, we, All respect to Mudgy, but, like, on a long Sunday afternoon. It's like... It, or, or Canberra in the cold. No. Like, we, common, uh, commentating in the commentary box, well, Canberra in the cold. Back, we fly
1: like, back on Sunday, so we lose a day and a bit late Sunday we get there Tuesday we're going to Newcastle on Thursday So. oh yeah we're
0: going to be there aren't we so, so the boys are on tour again how good <laughs> yeah. is your life they <laughs> that's I mean could do, una- mean. It's, it's could do another footy talk from Newcastle but thanks for, <laughs> thanks for listening to the special edition fans and hopefully you enjoy this special edition of, of footy talk in Vegas